What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Real Roots, episode two. You know, I feel like I was pretty proud of that first episode. How about you? Yeah, I think it went way better than we expected it to. I think it went just really defied a lot of expectations. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was super fun. We were talking about uh, 2002 Spider-Man, and that was, that was a blasty blast. But today, we're talking about another childhood favorite. And since uh, a sequel to this movie, or the third sequel, rather, to this movie came out on HBO Max over the, the holidays, The Matrix Resurrections, we're here today to talk to you about 1999's The Matrix, the movie that shaped just a whole new kind of movie that like changed the cinematic landscape. So many movies copied it. So many movies tried to emulate its magic. What are your like first memories of the matrix that you can recall Ooh, my first memories let's see i remember the long black cape yeah that was like <laughs> everyone wanted that yeah like you got the little leather duster mm-hmm. loving that and then um obviously the the pills that you know first things run in my mind from the movie but um I remember Trinity specifically. Mm -hmm. She was one of the first women in any movie from the 90s that I remember from my childhood where she was just a badass. Yeah, she was. Because there's not many movies where there's like a woman at the head of the movie who's like a badass. Yeah. Usually she's annoying and she's She's like the damsel in distress, yeah. You know, she's in the romantic movies and Trinity was like, no. She started that movie off, boom, against the wall, pew, 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 doing all those fucking moves, (laughs) freeze framed in the air. I've never seen that in my life. Unreal. I mean, the special effects in this movie are just insane. I mean, just the opening scene alone, you're like, what the fuck (laughs) is this movie? Like, I feel like I wish I could have been in a movie theater when this movie came out because we were so young when this movie first came out, which was, I think, 1999 when the movie came out. And like, I just remember people saying, yeah, it blew me away in the movie theater. We all like were talking afterwards and we just had our minds blown. But like my first memories, I just remember we had the DVD in the house and mom and dad weren't at the stage yet where they were going to like let us watch R-rated movies. But I was like, I have other plans. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember... It was always in our DVD collection, and the cover always looked so cool. It was like Neo and his freaking, you know, you know, duster with the sunglasses, the machine gun Trinity looking all badass, Morpheus. And I was just like, oh, what is this movie? I need to watch it. And then I looked on the back. I was like, it's rated R, though. <laughs> like, but can I watch it? I'm like, mom and dad aren't home. So I did, <laughs> like yeah, and I did one of those things where I was like, mom, dad, no? Nobody. All right. P- popped in the DVD player, and I just remember watching it for the first time. As soon as the credits rolled, I just thought to myself, Jesus, I've never seen anything like that. Not to mention, there were a couple of things in the, I mean, we touched on it in the first episode that I wasn't a huge fan of like transformations or <laughs> weird things happening to people. So I just remembered that like scene in this movie, like first of all, like where Neo's like mouth gets all stuck together, mm-hmm. like when Agent Smith yeah, first sees like him, did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> really did not like that whatsoever. When did you first see this movie. I don't even remember. I just like it must have been er, it must have been early two thousands. It was the first R rated movie I had ever seen. Like I just remember it was the first one I at least I remember seeing. But I remember that freaked me out. And then when he had like <laughs> that like bug stuck in his stomach, yeah, I was like, oh my god! I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not into that. Um, 
And then the whole like sequence where like where he like takes the red pill, goes down the rabbit hole, and he like wakes up in that like birth chamber with all the plugs and shit. I'm like, that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> where I was like, oh my god, I'm plugged with holes. No, thank you. Like I was so tempted to like turn it off. But then that first scene happens where he like gets plugged into the matrix with Morpheus, and they're that first iconic fight in like the dojo. It's just mm -hmm. that scene alone is like imprinted into my memory to the point where like. <laughs> I wish I could have just been in that scene. Oh my word! <laughs> like, do you remember that scene? Of course, I remember that scene. <laughs> I mean, what, like, what, like, was that the first scene that wowed you, or was it like that opening scene with Trinity and everything, with like her taking down the bad guys? That, yeah, the opening scene. I yeah, I got like, you right away. Holy shit! Because every other movie I'd seen, like I said, was like you know some damsel and like you know some woman sexualized and she's wearing the outfit, but she's just boom all covered doing those moves it was amazing yeah it was amazing and i don't know if you remember this we used to go around as kids <laughs> i used to have a blue m&m and a red M &M. yes i do remember that oh my god <laughs> choose <laughs> do you remember which one i ended up choosing a lot you always chose the blue pill i had a feeling i was like i remember you doing that but i was always. like did I, I feel like i wouldn't be the kid to always take the red m and i feel like the blue one was because blue was my favorite color growing up so it makes sense i mean it makes sense in more than just that regard you know just in my early life of not taking many risks but um <laughs> Oh, you mean besides setting the living room on fire? That was completely accidental. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, wait. Oh, you're drinking wine. Oh, I did not know that. She opened it and she left it uncorked. Oh, no. But even if it was corked, it would be awful. <laughs> this is so bad. Tell the people what wine we're drinking. <laughs> I don't remember the brand. Oh, that's but perfect. But it's a Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, with ice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a white like white wine fan myself, so you know I'm not surprised by this. With ice in a solo cup. You know, like a classy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's funny that you brought up the showing me like the red M&M &M and the blue M&M &M because I remember vividly when I was young and I was way too young to want to be this for Halloween. I wanted to be Neo for Halloween. And I remember there's one year... I got the whole outfit. I got like the the trench coat. I got the black shirt, got the sunglasses. And I even like slicked back my hair all Neil like had an amazing time. But then I didn't realize that I put like way too much gel in my hair for <laughs> Halloween. So when I got back, mom, I remember I literally had to like dump my head in a bathtub and like yank my hair out because it was what? like so <laughs> stuck together. She's like, how much gel did you put in here? I was like, enough. <laughs> And I just remember thinking, I was like, never again will I be Neo, ever. But I just remember that entire Halloween, I would go around and I would just like pretend like I could like move in slow motion. I was such an idiot. <laughs> like, I, like, I was just like the, the imagination of a little kid. You could do anything. I mean, I'm surprised that you were never like Trinity for Halloween. No, no, I never thought of it. <laughs> nah, no, just, just never wanted to be. I was too into I Dream of Genie, and uh, what the hell else was I? And you were also dinosaurs a lot, so. Dinosaur, cowgirl, you know, classic 90s. Yeah, just classic 90s stuff. Yeah. I mean, I was into Neo and vampires. <laughs> I also feel like no other girls I knew at my age watched The Matrix yet. No. It was like we were ahead of an the adult movie. We were 100% ahead of the curve. We, <laughs> we were always watching adult movies as children. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. We were watching R-rated movies left and right and like somehow like being okay as children. But uh, I remember that was definitely the first R-rated movie. But like for you, 
like how did that movie kind of shape your childhood in a way or like who you are now like what like reflecting on it now as opposed to like when you first saw the movie like what are the conclusions that you draw mm. well like i said before it was the first movie where i had seen a woman not be helpless right and obviously you know you think that's normal you're like wow this girl is kicking ass <laughs> And then today, like if you fast forward to, you know, all these Marvel movies and stuff, it's kind of normal to see women fighting crime and being cool. But, you know, they're still a little bit sexualized. Like, yeah. You know, like Wonder Woman, she's still in that weird get up with her like boobs out and she's like fighting crime in a skirt. It just doesn't seem practical. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> and you got, you know, Jurassic World and she's like running in the heels. I'm like, what are we doing here? Trinity, she's in those fucking boots. Slept up. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that sound effect? <laughs> it's, the, it's the leather. <laughs> That's the leather? <laughs> I wasn't aware That's the sound that leather makes. Yeah. <laughs> like the Britney Spears, oops, I did it again. <laughs> right out I'm sorry, I'm still trying to get over the sound effect. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, skin tight, but, you know, she's all covered. There's no, like, sexualization, really. She had the short hair. You know, she's not done up. She doesn't have the makeup on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was that was the first movie I'd really seen that. So I was like, wow, this is this is different. Mm -hmm. Girls can kick ass, too. Yeah. So you got the whole girls can kick ass vibe. You finally were like, you know what? I can do awesome things. Like I, I can be a badass if I wanted to, you know, like um, and like, how do you think it's like kind of shaped who you are now? I mean, it definitely showed you, OK, women can kick ass. But like now as an adult, like when you watch that movie, like what are the feelings that come up for you? Oh, man. I haven't seen it in its entirety. Probably, mm, I want to say like four or five years, mm -hmm. which is still pretty recent. But the last time I saw it four or five years ago, I was like, damn, this still holds up. Oh, no, it absolutely does. Like, this is still remarkable. Mm -hmm. And it's still one of like the only movies that I have seen to this date where the woman is not sexualized. The whole movie it's something like i really really am adamant about when mm -hmm. i watch things like shows like ballers and stuff <laughs> i fucking <laughs> that like, goddamn show yeah like i feel like whenever you've watched like entourage ballers as soon as like a girl's tits is out you're uh, like oh come on i don't mind nudity game of thrones you know those things like there's nudity in every fucking episode i don't care as long as there are female roles that are strong roles Mm -hmm. I feel like aren't sexualized like they are in places of power whether right. it's Game of Thrones like on a throne or in some other aspect where she's powerful right in some way I don't care about tits and ass I really don't but when that's the only thing that a woman provides in the entire movie I'm like I'm out I'm out <laughs> for these reasons <laughs> I'm out <laughs> exactly so watching Matrix to this day it's still one of the only movies like that where i'm like wow she's like in this sweatshirt rag you know mm -hmm. she's not wearing this skin tight thing she's just like dressed like one of the dudes and she's doing exactly what the dudes do exactly and and also i really loved in that movie how neo is kind of like the damsel in distress until yeah. he became like the one like that was a really refreshing he's change of pace <laughs> you know like he's like learning the ropes of the matrix and there's so many times where she saves him you know you know this time or that time and basically like he's the you know the girl that needs rescuing and it's and it's great because it's a great role 
uh, I can't speak today. It's a great role reversal. <laughs> yeah, that, oof, that, that is a, that is a climb. <laughs> that is a climb of a phrase. But uh, it was such a nice, refreshing change of pace. And it was, and you could tell at the time, like people didn't really know how to process. It. They're like, "What? She's saving him? No, 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 no. no. This, this can't He's be. Neo. This can't be." And I still remember one of the most iconic scenes in any movie to this day is where they're on the rooftop and this is after neo does the whole bullet time thing which has become one of the most iconic images in all of movies where you know he doesn't like fully defeat one of the agents but he like dodges his bullets and then trinity fucking gets the you know the jump on him and just says dodge this and just fucking pulls the trigger it's one of the most badass things i've ever seen in and honestly i think it's the most badass female moment in any movie ever it gives me chills every time i watch it carrie ann moss fucking mvp so (laughs) fucking good but oh my god but i remember growing up though I I didn't really realize when I was watching it as a young as a younger kid I'm just enjoying the special effects and the action I'm like whoa this is insane but then like the the older I've gotten is like the more I've appreciated the juxtaposition between like Tom Anderson's everyday life where he's like you know at a cubicle he's like this programmer of some sorts he's working this monotonous office job and you know they make it so purposefully bland in terms of like the visual look and then once you get into the matrix everything's so colorful and vibrant and everything and it just kind of you know when you get older and you have maybe jobs you don't like or maybe you're stuck in a place where you want to get out of it's like you watch that movie and you're like I know exactly <laughs> how he feels right there it's like I remember there was sometimes it was like eerie I was like I have been in that cubicle my friend. like <laughs> I like I have thought those thoughts. I have been that kind of checked out. So like, yeah, the red pill would be just as appetizing to me as it is for you. But it kind of reminded me like, okay, be curious, do things, be adventurous, you know, don't always take the path that's always chosen. Just kind of go outside of your comfort zone. And that's kind of like a big message of that movie is don't live a complacent existence, like do something with your life. So yeah, if you take away the action, all the special effects, the spectacle of it all, at the end of the day, it's a movie that wants you to be bold, wants you to be different. And that's something I love about it. And I feel like, I mean, I have viewers or listeners. (laughs) We don't have viewers as a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners. I mean, the first tattoo I ever got was a red pill from the matrix because it always reminds me you know, make a different choice, you know, go down the rabbit hole, explore your curiosity. But also this tattoo looks like a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the first thing out of It was the first tattoo I ever got. I gave the guy the picture and I'm like, all right, you're a professional. Um, and then it just, I remember looking at it, I was like, what is off about this? <laughs> like it's got the color. It kind of looks like a pill, but when he tried to make like the shadow of the pill on my skin, it looked like a hot dog bun. So... It kind of looks like I have a red pill hot dog on my wrist, which (laughs) I mean, look, I came from humble beginnings, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just the movie just means like, oh, you know, the the world to me and I I love every little bit of it. And honestly, even like I did a rewatch of the sequels Reloaded and Revolutions this past year and those got better for me and I think they all still really hold up. I mean, there's some shoddy CGI there, but for the most part, they're fucking unreal movies. But I remember that first one. Just, I remember that, just that steak scene. Do you remember the fucking steak scene? It was the most delicious looking steak I've ever seen in my life. And just the whole conversation that I remember was happening in that scene. The ignorance is bliss line. Yeah, like the ignorance is bliss line. Or he's like, you know, I'm eating this steak (laughs) and 
it seems like it's delicious, but is it just like my mind telling me it's delicious? Is the Matrix telling me it's delicious? Like he doesn't know <laughs> if it's really his own thought. Like it's like this whole thing. And I'm like, he's just eating a fucking steak. And I'm just thinking to myself, God, what is life? You know, like, like, you know, maybe he's right. Is the steak delicious? Is the steak real? Like, I don't know. And I just remember at the end of the scene, I was like, geez, I was like, I got like whiplash. <laughs> Like, I really wanted a steak, and also I needed to question my existence. The right, because then you start thinking, am I in the Matrix? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I was like nine when I first saw that. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> now, I remember, I think we both watched it. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> we're, like, we're like looking around us like we're fucking Henry Hill and Goodfellas. Like, what the fuck? Like, is this the Matrix? Like, What? Like is it, and then we we're like, I remember we used to do the thing we'd go up to mirrors and we'd like slowly touch them, <laughs> thinking it was gonna like swallow us whole or be all like <laughs> illusiony. I remember I used to do that all the time, and I remember there was one time I was doing it, and you came around the corner and you're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and I was like, "Not nothing, absolutely nothing." I I saw a spot on the mirror, <laughs> but I feel like deep down you knew exactly what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I'm telling you, the movie was very, very impactful. I'm, I'm surprised you don't remember that because I remember I, I used to do it all the time. I just constantly embarrass you. So yeah. It's all blur. I mean, it definitely tracks for you. That's for sure. Yeah, recovering from that one. Oh, my God. I'm glad that you enjoyed my... My silliness. Oh, God damn. Yep. Every time you eat a steak, you're like, is this delicious? Yeah. I remember we'd eat a steak and, we, and, and I think we used to both do the ignorance is bliss on. We used to like cut it and then we take a bite. We're like, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> we were so fucking lame. Like we were just those kids just quoting the matrix. It was, it was ridiculous. Oh my God. But I remember, I think the scene that was the most eerie in the whole movie was like when Morpheus is first having that like sit down with Neo in the matrix, like when they're in, they're in the chairs yeah. and he's like describing what the matrix is and it's all trippy going into the TV, coming out of the TV. But then he's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you are really this. And he just pulls out a battery, <laughs> like a Duracell battery. And like literally just showing that human beings are basically batteries to the machines that are running the matrix. Yeah. And I just remember like Neo's freaking out. And even I was freaking out. I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm a fucking Duracell. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, are you like, did that freak you out? I mean, a little bit. When I first saw it, I didn't understand it at all. He was in that room and he was just talking and talking. I was like, what the fuck is coming out of his mouth? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then he woke up in the little slimy pod. I was like, what's yeah. going on here? Are they breeding aliens? Is he an alien? I just, I, I think the first time I saw that scene, I mean, that's, that was definitely harrowing, but I remember thinking uh, more so, I was more so focused on how was Morpheus's sunglasses staying on his face? <laughs> because <laughs> they had like no arms to go around the ears it was just like placed on his nose i'm like we clearly must not be in the real world <laughs> this <laughs> like, is some future shit what kind of witchcraft is being done to keep that on his face <laughs> but oh my god just, there's, there's so many great little moments the, the woman in the red dress i remember i was like obsessed with her as was most people <laughs> when they saw that movie yeah. remember old tenant mark was like yeah it's fucking lady in the red dress here she comes <laughs> He's such a weirdo. I know. He's, but, you know, he didn't, like, watch that with us all the time because he, he loved that movie. 
but uh yeah. but i remember he used to he used to do that thing where he used to always like make fun of the thing i was scared of so like <laughs> every time we'd watch it, that like bug part would come up he's like hey tommy oh, oh you better check your stomach tommy i don't know <laughs> he's such an asshole <laughs> such a piece of shit it's unreal i uh, wonder what he's doing now you know jesus uh, like and like with this movie like compared to like what would you say is the difference between how you view the movie now and how you viewed it like when you were a kid like what do you think is the big difference for you how i view it now mm, i feel like not much has changed with this like it's remarkable that my view of it hasn't changed much because usually you watch something as an adult and you're like wow why did I think this was so great? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't funny. This isn't remarkable. Cause like, this is racist. To- <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. used to like, you know, future stuff. And you're like, Jesus Christ, but this is still good. All of the fight scenes are still amazing. Everything that was groundbreaking before. It's still crazy. Like you, you don't see that really in movies still today. Mm-hmm. You don't. So the fact that it still holds up is crazy that I view it the same. There's not many movies in my arsenal that I feel like, wow, that's still great. Nah, the, the worst is when you go back and watch a movie you loved as a kid, and then you're halfway through it, you're like, what the f-? <laughs> You're like, these fight scenes are true. Dude, like, I watched it, like, I remember as a kid, I was obsessed with, like, Kangaroo Jack. Like, why? Like, I was obsessed with this movie. I freaking rented from freaking Hollywood Video all the time, thinking it was, like, the fucking Citizen Kane of movies. Oh and I remember, I think I watched it, like, when I was a little bit older, and I was, like, halfway through it, I was like... Jesus. I was like, this is the most dumb, idiotic movie I've ever seen with some of the worst special effects I've ever seen. Why did I like this movie? You know, like it just, but at least with the matrix, it's like that movie has literally only gotten better. Every time I watch it, I still think to myself, everything about this movie slaps. The performances are amazing. The visuals still hold up. The story is so cool and different. It still feels like innovative, even though it's like almost 20 years later. No, it might actually be. No, it's been more than 20 years since the first movie. It's been like, what, 21, 22 years? Yeah. Jesus. And you still find nuggets in it. You're like, wow, I didn't catch that before. Yeah. Like I was like a, kid when i first watched that i was like wah, wah, wah. yeah <laughs> what am i watching no it's like anytime a black cat go by we're like fucking deja vu bro <laughs> deja vu we've been deja here vu. we've been here there's a, a cat rabbit <laughs> there's a cat we've been here before <laughs> every time something new so i mean it's honestly the gift that keeps on giving it's it's one of our favorites and uh you know we, we both enjoyed The Matrix Resurrections. I think we can... I mean, for me, I think it's still my least favorite out of all of them. Yeah, same. Um, I, I, I like a lot about it. Um, but in terms of... Especially after rewatching the first three recently, like I really like those a lot more than this new one. Um, but you can't hold a candle to that first movie. It's just always going to be the best. It's still one of the best movies I've ever seen. 100% in like my top 10, oh, yeah. 20, for sure. I mean, it's a movie I've watched countless times. But yeah, it, I feel like it's definitely... Especially if I'm thinking about it, like how I view it now compared, like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, this is just a really cool action movie and I really want, you know, I dig it and I want to be Neo. And then when I'm older, I'm like, no, this is just a really profound movie about taking chances, being bold, being different, exploring your curiosity within the context of an awesome action blockbuster movie. And that's why I love it because it makes you think while also entertaining you at the same time, which not a lot of blockbuster movies can do nowadays. So like it's a rare breed and that's why I appreciate it all the more. But 
yeah, those are those are our thoughts on the Matrix people. We love another childhood favorite. We got plenty more coming, but <laughs> thank you for tuning into another wild episode of Real Roots. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you continue listening to these episodes because we certainly enjoy making them. I mean, two episodes in, I mean, how are you feeling so far? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm sitting closer to the mic. Yeah, you sound a lot better. So- <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound like you're like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it literally sounded like you were shouting down a corridor <laughs> in the first episode. You live and you learn. You live and you, you learn, and you but learn. I'm glad you're enjoying it just as I am. And this has been another episode of Real Roots. We will see you for the next episode. And in the meantime, you guys have a great rest of your day. Have a good one. Later, taters.